From the PSIA ASI Mobile Studios in Annapolis, Maryland, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. And first of our Emerging Leaders Profiles, we've got Jill Chumbly on the line from Bozeman, Montana. Jill, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Now, Jill, tell us about Emerging Leaders. What exactly is that? Um, I, it's a group of people that were, I think, nominated by folks within our division, um, two national to, that uh, are participating in, in uh, divisional leadership positions and, and working nationally on projects as well. And I think just people that are kind of, uh, well, in my case, I really, I feel like I can't be that emerging because I've been here a while, <laughs> but maybe, maybe being a little more significant than before, but, you know, that are contributing time and, and effort to make our divisions and our national organization better for the members. Well, you must be doing something for you to be nominated. What exactly, what role are you playing? Um, well, I've, I've played a few roles divisionally. I was the children's chair for quite a while, and then um, we had a position created um, to help kind of push our educational side of, of all of our disciplines in our division forward a bit. So um, I'm working on that educational piece in Northern Rocky Mountain. And then I also am on um, divisional ed staff as well for Alpine and Children's. Uh, and this past year in some, I've been working um, with the Educational Leadership Council um, for our division to work as a national group. So that's everything. <laughs> now, tell us how you got started teaching, because I'd really like to to learn about the path that you took from beginning to where you are now. Um, I started right after I finished college, and I actually grew up in California, and um, just I grew up skiing, but I never grew up in the ski instruction industry, and I wanted to find a way to work at a ski area for a season and so ski instruction looked like the best fit and big sky montana um works best with my final schedule honestly and so that's how i ended up here <laughs> I, I love how it was a season i have a feeling that stretched into a few more <laughs> yeah yeah it's been 18. <laughs> what was it about ski instruction that really made it become a part of your life because I, so many of us just have that passion and drive to teach. Yeah, I think it was one, just sharing something that I enjoy doing myself with other people. Um, and two, I've always enjoyed uh, learning myself and, and sharing that with others. And I think that ski instruction just really accidentally for me uh, met those two demands and what I want and and kept me going, you know, to keep me interested and, and trying to better myself and to help share that with others. And, you know, I think people in general really want to be the best that they can be at most things if they're, you know, coming for a lesson or just wanting to be outside and enjoying it. And so being able to give that to somebody else, I think, became addictive for me. <laughs> And then what was it that spurred you to move up the ranks, for lack of a better word, but to get into yeah. the divisional staff and, and really uh, develop this? Um, I think, you know, actually there, I think of a few people when I 
am thinking about becoming more um, involved divisionally. I did certification, and I had a few mentors, I think. Uh, one was my boss, Charlie Stalker, at the time, that kind of encouraged me to keep going towards certification. And then um, friendships that I made during that process and within my own ski school kind of pushed me along the certification path and then when I achieved my level three um I actually had a few other mentors in my same age group Nick Heron being one um that kind of said hey you should you should really look on into you know becoming part of divisional staff and moving in that direction and so I said okay that sounds great you know I like to keep getting better and then um as I was working towards becoming divisional staff I uh, really enjoyed taking my children's specialist. I actually did that a while ago. All right, it was the uh, advanced sort of children's educator. I think was what it was at that time in NRM. But um, made a connection with the folks who were in that um, discipline specific area, and uh, I I always felt like that for me was a real eye opener in just how we teach people and. Um, not just about children, but for everybody and that everyone's different and you need to meet them where they are. And I felt like for me, that was a really strong um, memory in that clinic. And so we were actually moving to try to require that for our ed staff. And I was at a meeting where there it was being discussed and, you know, different different ideas about what was a good idea of doing it or not. And Eliza Kuntz was the chair at that time. And I think I made a comment like, why wouldn't you want to have more tools to make you better at your job? And so then she came up to me and said, you know, I think you should be the children's chair. So I think <laughs> my my opinion kind of pushed me towards towards becoming a, a leader in our division just because I, I wasn't afraid, even though I was slightly like, should I say this or not? But to say you know, what I got value out of and how I thought more people should be open to improving. So. And are you glad you made that statement? <laughs> uh, yeah, most of the time. <laughs> so you're obviously someone who really likes to push yourself and learn and really try to be your best. Here you are kind of at the top. Where do you go from here? Um, I'm not... I don't know if I'm at the top. So that's the thing. I, I think for me, and I always say this to my students when they when they hit a certain uh, ability level, I feel like the wonderful thing and the terrible thing about teaching and skiing is that you can always be better at it. So you're always looking at yourself or, or what you're doing and um, kind of saying like, oh, but if I was really good, I'd be doing X, you know? And so I think for me, it's continuing to work on both my skills as a as a teacher and a skier. And then I just see so many things nationally and divisionally that we can improve and just keep making better. Um, sometimes I think we don't even know what things we're going to be headed towards, but we just know that to like move ahead, we have to keep moving ahead rather than being you know, completely content with the status quo. I think sometimes, like, you know, you obviously want to reflect and think on the things that you've done well and how you're you're doing uh, a good job and how far you've come, but still looking towards the future, I think, is what sort of keeps somebody 
fresh and new and excited in what they're doing. So I wish I had a better answer of where exactly (laughs) my goals are leading me. But I think, you know, just short term is trying to make things more consistent um, and more um, coordinated across our division and, and between different divisions because I think you know being part of the education leadership council I think we have a really great opportunity to make sure that those things start to happen on a more consistent basis but just divisionally for us um, we're such a small division we really um, gain a lot of benefit I think from those relationships within and, and outside of our division so Jill, I think that Didn't was really a great answer. answer. Actually, you did. <laughs> but I would like to ask you one more in conclusion. In your position, I would just like for you to give us your opinion, maybe some direction for those of us where our goal is to get our level one or to get our level two or to get our level three. And when we achieve that goal, we'd like to get better at that, but maybe not go for a higher uh, certification, but really become the best we can be at the level that we have achieved. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like, it's great to just be able to get to the point where you want to be better at your job. And that doesn't always mean gaining more certification, but it could mean gathering information on, you know, an aspect of ski instruction that you're interested in. I think that's where the best learning happens. You have to have that interest by the the person that's you know gaining the information and knowledge so if your goal is to get your level two great you know work towards that but I think that aside from just looking at the tasks or the demonstrations or the teaching segment that you have to present look at what skills that's looking at and you know work towards becoming a better version of what a level two teacher is for you so let's say you have a really great strength in presenting information but maybe your technical knowledge isn't as strong as you want to be want it to be you can always you know seek out um, informational sources and people that you know have really strong background in that area and work on that and it like you're saying it doesn't have to be completely based on certification it can be you know maybe you have a really strong interest in freestyle Maybe you have a really strong interest in teaching, you know, seniors or young children. And there's lots of materials and, and people out there with that information. I mean, I, I would assume if somebody is working towards um, certification or just working towards being better at their job, they're interested in skiing. So <laughs> um, from there, you know, it's just what avenue do you want to go? And even with certification, it's all about being better at what we do. And so... I think that hopefully if, if you're in this game of ski instruction, that's what you're you're trying to work towards. Jill, any words you want to say in closing? Um, uh, you know, it's June here, so <laughs> skiing seems kind of far away unless you're headed towards the southern hemisphere. But, um, yeah, I guess just stay strong and healthy, and we'll see you in the fall. Jill Chumley, thanks so much for joining us on First Chair. It's been great visiting with you. All right, you too. Nice talking, George. From the PSIA, AASI Mobile Studios in Annapolis, Maryland, I'm George Thomas.